another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. How you doing, Joe? Doing good, man. How about you? Good, good, good. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm not. I took a little nappy nap, so I, I don't... I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. But for some reason, I, re- I can't... I remember what those are. Dude, I, I, I know. It's crazy. I'm also going to be blowing my nose nonstop. So everyone's going to have to deal with it. I don't know what happened. I literally have like one of those cartoon colds where it's just sneezing and blowing your nose like a cartoon character, but it's not bad. Like, I don't feel like shit. Just like a cartoon cold. I've never had one like this before where it's like literally like sneezing constantly and weird. Um, guys, we got a treat today. We got Fright Night. We're going to talk about the original a little bit. We're going to talk about the new one more. Um, Fright Night 2011. What did you watch the original in preparation or no? I did, and I watch it every October, so it's just like super embedded, super ingrained, super ingrained. Um, I I agree. I I definitely I don't watch it that often. Um, but like it's a movie I I just genuinely like. What? I don't even know where to start with this. You want off the bat? What were your thoughts on the remake from 2011? Okay, okay. Actually, if you don't mind me countering my question with yeah. a question for you. Yes. I wanted to ask you, and it's like a, a multi-part, 2011, 1985, who's the better Charlie? So, oh, Thank dude, you. I was going to do this with you, too. I was going to do this with you, too. The better Charlie, I, I, okay, I think I lean towards almost the entire cast, with the exception of Amy, from the girlfriend, um, and the, I guess the mom, I like Tony Collette. She was, she was pretty good. I mean, not like a huge part of the story, but I liked her. She was good. Yeah. Um, but I you would, lean more towards the 85. I think so. As a cast, as a cast, as a cast. Okay. All right. Well, that makes me nervous about what you're going to say <laughs> in I, addition to that. I but like 2011. <laughs> I, okay. I'm fine with 2011. In fact, I think it's. It's pretty – it's not bad at all. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's great. I, I think it's not bad at all. It, it is one of those movies that we talk about often where why couldn't they just make a vampire movie? Like why does it have Why does it have to live up to the expectations of Fright Night? If you made it its own standalone and it could have been. I mean what they did with Peter, like David Tennant's Peter, is fucking idiotic. They made him like a, a Dave Navarro type idiot. And it's just like comparing it to the other one, it just doesn't work. Um, in terms of like the better Charlie, like I thought Anton Yelton was awesome, but I, I think I'm just so used to loving the original one. I, I can't like I, I prefer that one. I I like I I liked everything 2011 did. I I really did. I I think any issues I had with um, 1980 or. Any issue I had with two, so I watched the 2011 first and then I actually watched the original after it, um, which I normally do the opposite. Um, 
but um, I don't know. I any issue I had with 2011, where I was like, oh, that's kind of stupid. When I was rewatching the the original, I was like, oh, like this one's not perfect either. Like it, it's. It's really not a camp. It's really not a campy. It's not a campy movie by any means. Um, what eighty five? Yeah, I don't think it's that I mean, campy. Like I, it, like there's like rewatching it. I was like, oh, this is like like kind of like a very like like it's not. There's some eighties movies where it's almost like as if somebody from the two thousands was like, I'm gonna make an eighties movie, and like that's how it looks, and and. Fright Night didn't really put out that vibe for me. And I think Fright Night, Fright Night and Lost Boys are the two greatest vampire movies ever to me. And I go back and forth over which one of those two I, I like more. But I think everything about 85 works. I thought that 2011 had pacing issues. I thought like, the way that 85 develops the characters and like 85 really plays into that Alfred Hitchcock rear window burbs yeah. type deal like hey my, i think my neighbor's something and spying on it and then it gradually getting to the point where he's like holy shit like i have to do something about this and like even calling in peter who plays a vampire hunter on tv in the original one you know peter plays a vampire hunter but he doesn't believe in any of it until he sees it with his own eyes whereas in the remake <laughs> peter's like had a traumatic experience with fucking vampires yeah if you find out <laughs> and still is like i don't believe in them but dude, then like dude, does. Dude, when you first meet him he's like bull fucking shit and then like two minutes later he's like my entire family was killed <laughs> in front of my, my my eyes he's like i've been waiting for this moment my whole life yeah um i just I, I thought it had a lot of pacing issues it's not bad i'm not gonna say it's bad and, and another big qualm that i had though that that cgi at the end is fucking kidding me okay and and sorry evil ed oh evil ed was grossly grossly like underused and miscast misused miscast and and me and you messaged each other i think because we found out that uh mclovin played Love. evil ed and so we met I, I think it was a, in a message but like oh dude like i was like oh that could work like if if Imagine McLovin acting his fucking nuts off to be like like Evil Ed in eighty five. Be like Evil Ed. Yeah. I was like, that would be wild to see. And you even said like you were like, I think I might be excited for this now. Um, and unfortunately, he He's just plays just McLovin. being McLovin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> McLovin the vampire. And he again. My issue with the pacing, like the original one, sets up that whole build and. Evil Ed is his friend who's like buying into it with him. In in, in the new one, right from the get go, like we were introduced to the neighbor Jerry, and Evil Ed shows up. And he's like, "This fucking guy's a vampire." <laughs> like there, there is no suspense or build up. It's just he knows it from right from the get go because he's been spying on him. Well, like that's the weird. Well, I mean, in the first one, it's it's right from the get go too. But like that's what I I I guess like I so I don't. I mean, I like Fright Night nineteen eighty five. I love it. I, I love it. I just don't remember it as well. So when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I didn't realize. Like, dude, opening scene, Charlie is like, there's a fucking vampire next door. Because he watches them bring in a casket. Which, by the way, right? I'm fine with that. Because he watched them bring in a fucking casket. Regardless of whether he's a vampire or not, that's the most fucked up thing I've it's, ever seen. It's sketchy. Yeah, that's why I keep bringing up the burbs. Like, and 
I agree. It is from the get-go, but he still tries to get some semblance of proof yes. for like the next 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. Whereas this one, they're just hit the ground running. They do, yeah. I mean, McLovin is just like, he's a vampire. Why are you so stupid? And <laughs> Charlie's like, uh, prove it. And then they go to his house and like, I, I don't even know. I, I don't totally remember how Charlie eventually... Oh, Charlie... What is it? Is it the video? The invisible video is when he's finally like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, so, I I thought what they did with vampire shit... First of all, I'm not like a vampire guy. Like, vampires are not my thing. They're just not. So when I find a vampire movie that I can kind of, like, dig into, I kind of like it. I like when people kind of explore... Uh, like vampire lore, and I th- I feel like 2011 did it a little bit. 85 for sure did it, but 2011 kind of was like, let's change a few things here. Let's like fuck around with this like idea of vampires, and like I, I loved, I loved that like Colin Farrell's um vampire had like they had like a tiny backstory on it, and it was kind of interesting where it was like, oh, there were tribe from like the Mediterranean, like. Different tribes of vampires. And I was like, oh, it's kind of fucking cool. But um I don't know. I don't know. I I I I didn't I didn't hate it. The cast Let me, is nuts in 2011. So I I was gonna go back to that. So I wanted to go back to my original question. So you said um you chose 85 Charlie over yeah. Anton. But Anton's good. What well, uh Peter Vincent, Roddy McDowell compared to David Tennant, which one which one did you fancy more? I mean I mean, I, I love, um, I love Roddy McDowell. I, I do. Like I said that last week, I was like sucking that guy off last week, but I, <laughs> I, I love him. I didn't mind David Tennant's character though, like doing the Chris Angel thing. I mean, it was 2011. It Everyone was, was clowning on Chris Angel at the time. Like, it's updated. It is updated. It made sense for the time. I mean, there was I no, there was no like Fright Night hosts. So like do, and they said it in Vegas for some reason. Which was a weird move. I felt I didn't I didn't love the Vegas setting, but I guess it works if you're doing Chris Angel. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Um, so we moved from the suburbs to Vegas in this one, and I don't know. I guess I would choose. I really like David Tennant. I, I guess I would choose Roddy McDowell though. Probably I choose Roddy easily, easily. Yeah. yeah. What about um, Amy? Amy got emo- fucking no disrespect boots, baby. Dude, no no disrespect to Amanda Bierce, uh Marcy from Married with Children in the original. But I mean and I know I, I, I know the styles are different, but when it comes to Come on. You can't It was a different fu- time, but it's not it's not a comparison, man. Emoji boots is, knocks it out the park. Amanda Bierce is has looked 38 her entire <laughs> life. It's dude, unbelievable. Dude, dude the mom hair, looks younger. The, the mom looks younger in yes, 85. Yes. Yes. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. So, so remake gets the win for Amy. Amy on un, un, uh, hands down remake fucking Emojin Poots that fucking name though. Unbelievable. Uh fucking Evil Ed. Evil Ed. E- uh, well, of course the original. McLovin doesn't even fucking touch it. All right, now what about Jerry? Jerry Dandridge, the vampire. You have um, Chris Sarandon, um, and you have 
uh, Colin Farrell. I would give it to Chris Sarandon. Me too. Only what? though, because I fucking hate Colin Farrell's face so much. I what? do. Okay. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I was going to ask who's the bigger heartthrob. That was my next question. Listen, Chris but here's the thing. I I appreciate Colin Farrell. I know he's a heartthrob, and he's looking fucking huge in this. He's looking. He looks fucking great. Like, I was like, oh, man, this was like Colin Farrell movie star days. Like, I don't know what happened to that fucking guy, but he got blacklisted for something. He he fucked something up. But um, he looks he looks amazing in it. I just I if I had to pick like I just Colin Farrell's face bothers me. It, it always has. It fucking pisses me off. So I, I want to say I think Colin Farrell's performance in the remake is great. I think he's yeah. like, menacing acting wise. I think, I think his- he's better. Yeah, I mean, I think I actually think Colin's a pretty good actor. Yeah, uh, and in this movie, he he's pretty menacing. I liked him playing this role, and he was probably my favorite part of it. But there's something about the way Chris Sarandon plays portrays a vampire, and there's a scene in the original one, which like historically the Dracula character is like a seductress, right? Or yes, a seductor, and. You know, that's part of the gimmick of the vampire. And there's a scene in the original one where those two songs play the song by Ian Hunter, then the song by Evelyn Champagne. And it's like the most seductive scene I've ever seen in a movie. He's just standing there pointing and the girl's hypnotized. And it's just like, I think it's so perfectly well done. And it just, you know, vampires kind of got away from that somewhere along the line. And, you know, he has her under her spell. And just the way that he has that swag throughout that movie, I think he's, he's like a perfect vampire. For sure. And, and they recreate that. Um, moment in the new one, but it's rushed, shitty. It's, rushed. it's so fucking bad, and it's like it's a moment that honestly pissed me off in the new one, where I was just like, "This ain't doing it for me, man." Dude, and there's something about those two songs, and I maybe it's just like the vintage feel of it. Watching them now in the original one, but the two songs just hit right. It like sets the mood for it, and the way that. It's a long scene, and, and yeah. that's kind of easy to lose audience when you have a long scene of that. But just the way that he's staring and like her slowly walking to him, and they're dancing, and then the songs switch halfway through, and it, it just really sets the mood. This one was just like bang bang, and then that was it. Well, it was so bang bang that you, I, I questioned whether Colin Farrell even had her under spell or not because he kind of just grabs her and. You know what I mean? Like, whereas Sarandon did this whole fucking thing and they're grinding. And you could tell she's in trance. She's not she's not, not her, in her right yeah. head. She's she's under a trance. And and, yes. and there's they're spinning around too when she's like looking and she doesn't see him. Yes. The reflection, obviously. And she's kinda like snapping in and out of it. Yeah. It's, it's just a really well done scene. Yeah. They they definitely rushed that moment in the new one for sure. Um but yeah, I don't know. The uh, the Jerry Dandridge character is interesting because when you bring it up in the original, it's actually so insane how much <laughs> time they spend with each other, like the kids and the family and Chris Sarandon as the vampire. Like they're constantly in rooms together. And it's like, like Sarandon, like that movie plays out very like, oh, I'm a vampire that takes my time and just I'll get what I want eventually. And that's fine. That's fine. It makes you question some of those scenes, though, where they're just, like, all hanging out alone. And he could easily just, like, eviscerate all of them. But but that's fine. But in the in the new one, I think they took a little bit greater care to be, like, they can't really 
keep them in the house. Like they can't really share time away, like outside of the house with each other because we're making this guy like a stone cold killer. Like Colin Farrell's character is vicious in this. And, and so I think they, they had, they wanted to make it that way, which is good, but then you fuck up the vampire situation. Like then he can't, he can't hang around them because he's so brutal that it would make no sense for them all to be in his house together being like, Oh, my friend thinks you're a vampire. And him be like, Oh, why do you think that? Like never once is Colin Farrell. Like, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like th- that moment doesn't exist in the new one of like, yeah, are, are, we think you're a vampire. That's weird. Right. And him be like, Oh yeah, it's totally weird. Like there's a confrontation in 2011 where he comes over to the house and is like, Hey, your son's fucking around. Cause he thinks I'm a vampire or whatever. And he's lost his fucking mind. And then the mom's like, uh, like basically like I'm not letting you in and he like loses his fucking mind. And it's like, he's a different vampire than Chris Sarandon for sure. He's not the seductress. Sure. He's not. So I don't know. I, 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 I dug it. There was some shit I dug. I have some notes on, um, which, which ones I, I did like, um, there are, the, like I said, I, I liked it. I just, I wish it was its own standalone movie and I much prefer the original. Oh, and you mentioned the CGI, which I just want to point out. This movie was filmed for that bullshit true 3D, which just ruined so many movies in this period. (laughs) It just fucked things up. And there's a few 3D gags in it. And it was so weird that they did that for so long for like, what, three gags in the fucking movie? Like, (laughs) imagine the up. Paying up to see this in 3D just to get, like, three scenes. But that's what they were doing with so many fucking movies. It's such a nightmare, dude. Like, My Bloody Valentine, right? The remake is actually a good remake. It's a good movie. And and, and it's, it's bogged down by random scenes that were just made for the 3D thing. And it's not enough to warrant the movie. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? Like, but it also fucks with the CGI, I think. Because they had, like, they used different CGI for that i'm, I'm laughing and because my mind is wandering do you remember when we saw friday the 13th 3d in 3d yes. Friday the 13th 3 in 3d yes Dude, that that movie what <laughs> i know i know gag. <laughs> it was it's just like a rake that's pointing out and the entire audience was like whoa and this was you know 2017 oh, yeah that was funny that was funny that was what yeah the audience was going whoa as it was like for the video, people was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's just a rake pointing out. <laughs> it, but it was like, and it was like the blunt end of the rake, not even like the forks. It was, <laughs> I remember it's, there's like three in that too. And you know what? Yeah. If you bought the Nightmare on Elm Street box set, it actually comes with 3D glasses. And, um, wait, Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? I'm sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Now it comes with 3D glasses. And uh Lexi, our friend, was like, What movie was shot in 3D? And I was like, Oh, wait, I don't know. But like I have that set and it came with 3D glasses. And randomly in part five, I guess they were like, <laughs> they wanted to do 3D, but not for the whole movie. So there's a moment in five, I think it's five or six, where in like a dream sequence. Somebody shows up and is like, put on those glasses to see what the, what we do. And it's just one scene shot in 3D that they were like, hey, audience, put in your 3D glasses. But, like, 
here's my question was for Friday the 13th, when we saw it in 3d, did we have to wear the glasses the whole time? Yes. That was, that was a fucking mistake. That was a mistake by Connecticut cult classics. I'm sorry. Cause those red blue glasses are the fucking worst. Dude, those are the best. What are you? What are you oh my about? god, those are the best. Hurt my fucking. I eye. only want to watch. I only want to watch three D in those. Ones. I mean, if I if I had to watch three D, it's going to be the three, the red and blue. But um, Paul's only seen one three D movie in theaters in his life. What was, was it? Piranha. <laughs> Not even Avatar, the movie that like. Invented the 3D movie, which we should was it in 3D? Oh, dude, it was like the one. <laughs> I, most- I, I honestly believe this is what I believe. I believe James Cameron invested like a billion dollars <laughs> in sending 3D glasses everywhere and trying to get 3D to be a thing, just so he could do Avatar in 3D, and it fucking stunk, just like <laughs> fucking Avatar stinks. <laughs> fucking hate that shit. It fucking gave me a fucking migraine. Um, you know what? I want. I really want to watch Jaws 3D and 3D now. That because be there fun. is n- no, it wouldn't show. First off, Jaws 3D is terrible, and I cannot rack my brain around anything other than the aquarium glass breaking that could possibly be in 3D in that movie. <laughs> um, I think you should do it in your backyard this summer. Done. How, what do I have to do to, to make this work? I'll I'll do it. Um, Chris Sarandon returns in the remake as a as a side character. Lisa Loeb also she was in another movie we did. Evil Ed's mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That that was weird. I forget what it was. It was a teen movie, and she played like a mom in that, which she was probably like twenty seven. It's just because she had glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wait. No. Oh. Oh. It was. House on Haunted Hill. Yes. Yep. House on Haunted Hill. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why did she do that? Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, Lisa Loeb. Oh, directed by uh, Craig Gillespie, who the guy makes fucking hitters. Cruella. I, Tanya. Cru- yeah. Mr. Woodcock. <laughs> Wait, the Billy Bob Thornton movie? Correct. <laughs> okay. uh, Lars and the Real Girl. Okay. Million Dollar Arm? Who's that? That's uh, the guy from Mad Men. It was a Disney movie. I don't know. People okay. liked it. Okay. It was terrible. I, Tonya, who, what, what, which I fucking love. Cruella, which was pretty good. Um, not my taste, but like it's a good movie. Um, and he did three episodes of the new Pam and Tommy series, which um, I actually really enjoy. I haven't seen it yet. That's actually a lie. I don't enjoy it. Um, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching it because it's a it's a series. It's not a movie, um, and it's about Pam and Tommy's sex tape. So think about it. What what can you do? Like six episodes, maybe four. To I heard six. the dick talks. It does at one point. Uh, it was a scene. It was a, it was probably the best scene. Um, but no, you think like, dude, Pam and Tommy make a sex tape. It gets sold. Four to six episodes. You're tight, right? It's like a 10 episode fucking season. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sticking around for this. Like, how long do we have to wait for them to sell the fucking tape? It probably took three days. Like, the, the whole event probably took fucking seven days total. Like, 10 episodes? What are we talking about here? Fucking get out, get out of here. Um, but still a good director. My favorite fact about this movie is that, uh, well, I guess it's not about this movie, but the franchise. 
um, a straight-to-video homage sequel was made. It was called Fright Night 2, New Blood. It was filmed in Romania. Um, it stars no one that we know. And the film was released direct to DVD in 2013. Though build, this is the, this is, this is the horror show. This is what I love about the show. You learn shit like this. Though build as a sequel, the film repeats the plot of the original and remake with none of the 2011 cast and no reference is made to events in the previous film. For example, the character of Evil Ed killed in Fright Night is very much alive in the sequel. <laughs> so they just made, like, that's like old school Italian, like, we're just going to call it Fright Night 2, but it's going to be Fright Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, Bruno Matti, Joe D'Amato. Fucking Romania. Um, Where is Romania? Europe. Mm. Prove it. Capital Bucharest. All right. Um, also, uh, fa- this movie, 2011, nominated for the best wide release film. And also nominated simultaneously for the worst film. So, <laughs> can't imagine why Fangoria went under. Uh, fucking, what kind of award show does that? Also, Really, if you're like, if you're like real critics, like a wait, real, wait, 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 that that was the same award show. Yes, the Fangoria it was nominated for best and worst. Fangoria's Chainsaw Awards or whatever. It was nominated for best wide release and simultaneously, also that year, nominated <laughs> nominated for worst film. Okay, all right. You imagine, like, dude, That's like nuts. <laughs> And also, how are you ever going to fucking, how are you ever going to, like, lure in directors and shit to ever talk to you when you, like, dude, you're like a professional company and you're doing worst movie of the year. What the fuck? Like, no real award show does that. You you fucking out yourself as being a hack by doing, like, worst fucking movie ever. And then to make it your best and worst, imagine if it won both somehow. (laughs) I really wish it did, to be honest with you. Oh my god, yeah. It's so confusing why Fangoria got shit on and fucking went under. Fucking family. Um, yeah, you ready? And, I, I just, just registered? Just dawned, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. No hard feelings to our guy. I don't even know if they're, they're still doing it. They're, whatever. Um, all right, you want to talk about 2011 a little bit, or what, or what, or what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, we hit all the characters. We did everything. Um, all right, so Peter Vincent, we immediately see as our Chris Angel ripoff uh, doing live show called Fright Night. It's vampire-themed, so... He's, you know, they're trying to keep that Peter Vincent character in line with as a guy who is for some reason on television pretending to kill vampires um, when he actually is just a, a, an entertainer at heart. Um, and we meet this kid who, um, I mean, he actually will go on to be named Adam, but um, we don't know him. And I love this opening. I thought this was a great opening. Um it does take away that vampire mystique, though, that most vampire movies build up to. So, like, you usually build up to the vampire reveal. And in this one, 
You just see the fucking carnage this vampire causes. You see his disgusting hand, which they kept in line with the original. It's like the exact same hand from the original, which I thought was yep. cool. Um, but he just, he just fucking destroys this kid and his family. Um, and, and you kind of see him. I, you, you don't know it's Colin, but you know it's Colin, obviously. Um, right. So well, it, I do agree. I thought that was, a, I, I was fine with that opening. It was a cool opening. And, but yeah, like again, it like, you lose that mystique, which I don't know if there is supposed to be mystique in either Fright Night, really, because really from the jump, they're just like, this is a vampire movie, and I think a vampire moved in next door. <laughs> and right. they're just off to the races. Um, we meet the new Charlie and his mom, um, and their neighbors doing weird shit in the house next door, much like the first one. Um, but this one's digging up concrete, doing some weirder shit that you don't really see in the first one. Um one thing that's lacking from the original to this one is the the lack of the um, the helper, the crony, the yeah. crony, the guy that's great in that first one. Yeah, and he was like a handyman. And he was really a key part in like and convincing he, everyone else that he's not a vampire. Yeah, I think you kind of need that. I think you need that balance because it's just Colin. Like, it, there's no one else to like hold up the story, and Colin just disappears all day and only goes out at night. So it would be pretty easy to like figure this one out to to pinpoint and be like, yeah, you know what, this guy is at the very least a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking menace. Uh, but whatever. Um, a- Anton. Now, this was actually my biggest problem with this, right? Our boy Anton playing Charlie, he's staring at his neighbor like he's King Dork. Like he's like, oh boy, if I could have her, you know what I mean? And and then we find out he's dating one of the most attractive humans on fucking Earth. And you're like, mm, Charlie, take it easy. You've you've hit the jackpot, baby. <laughs> Just fucking relax. And it's so weird because they play that up too, like. Like, Charlie is, like, finally gotten cool in school in this one. He was a nerd that hung out with Ed. Um, and now he's hanging out with the cool kids. And he's got a beautiful girlfriend. And that's cool. But it's also weird that, like, later in the movie, Amy's, like, begging him to, like, make out and hook up. And he's like, I gotta watch my neighbor. And she's like do you even want to do this? Or like, and she, she was making it she, sound like she's begging him. And I was like, what the well, fuck? She was. Happening? Yeah, she was. And I like that scene because to be perfectly honest, I don't care who you have in your bedroom. If you've just found out your neighbor's a fucking vampire, you, you that, that is where your focus is. Like, I don't care what she's offering to do. No, <laughs> like, I'm in, dude, yeah, I'm in another category. Shot, shot. No, no, no. Dude, no, you could be doing any offering any. Sean, think about it for a second. They have to be invited in. I'm, I'm getting laid first. Shut. <laughs> you're not. You're not. There's a fucking vampire next door. You're not. No. The most, the most reality altering event of your lifetime. <laughs> no, I, I'm. Listen. There's time for everything. There's a 24 hours in a day, you know? <laughs> I once turned down sex because Jaws was starting on TV. I'm If, if I found out a fucking... Vamp- <laughs> That's a fucking problem. That's a real fucking problem. <laughs> it's a major fucking problem. Um, I would not. I would not. Um, <laughs> um, 
So, so we got that. Uh, Ed confronts Charlie at school being like, why don't you like me anymore? <laughs> and, uh, also that like people are, this is where just like, dude, we're rushed into this so quickly. Cause Ed is just like, uh, by the way, there's like kids missing and I'm pretty sure it's your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it does no, it does itself no favors. No. Like, and I get it. It's frustrating because on one hand, that's also a complaint that we usually have with remakes. It's like, why are you wasting so much time when we already know what's going to happen? We've seen the original. Yeah. Know? But then when they do that, you're like, well, what the fuck? Like, the evil Ed, you're here. You already figured it out. There's nothing. It's an it's an issue with this story. It's an issue with this story. And, and they had an hour forty five to tell this story. So I don't know. It could have been done. You know, it, it had been done actually once before in 1985. It's true. <laughs> Um, Ed, so Ed confronts him. It's McLovin and not the Ed we know, not the Ed we love, just McLovin being McLovin. Yeah. You know, the, the character of Ed is supposed to be like the outcast loser, right? Yeah. Like him turning in. That's another thing that we're going to get to him turning into a vampire it's almost like a good thing for him because he doesn't fit in. And now he's just like, you're getting this gift that you wouldn't get if you, if you just stayed mortal. Right. And in this one, the remake McLovin, (laughs) they're supposed to convey with McLovin's eyes that he's like, I'm letting this happen, which he's getting bit and he looks terrified. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he doesn't do a good enough job of, of being like, you know what? I'm, I'm letting you do this, which I looked up to be. I looked up on Wikipedia, and it even says he allows him to get bit himself to get bitten, which he. It just looks like he's being attacked, <laughs> and he's such a little dweeb; he can't do anything about it. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that he he allowed it. Um, and, and that was actually they also spelled it out too. Like unlike the original, when he bites Ed in the alley, um, I mean they have a great exchange there; it's a good scene. But in this one, they like. Like, Colin is like, you're a fucking loser. Everyone hates you. And I'm going to make you a vampire. So he had to, like, spell it out for us. Whereas in the first one, you just learned of that. I also thought it was interesting in the first one, or the original, rather, that um, Evil Ed is, like, anti-vampire in the original one. Like, he's like, this isn't real. Like, up until he gets fucking bit, he's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like... Yeah, it's 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 Charlie that's like yeah. my neighbor's a vampire, and Ed and Ed knows his stuff. Ed's like a big horror fan, yeah. But he's just like you're a fucking moron. They're not real. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Also, Ed's laugh is the fucking best in the original. <laughs> um, so he he tells Charlie, "Let's go meet up at Adam's house, um, and let's investigate." So they believe that they'll find a vampire there. So. Good old Ed. Um, they go to Adams and he's carrying around a crucifix and a stake. Um, and it ultimately results in Charlie and Ed having a falling out. Um, which also causes Ed to get hit by a car, <laughs> uh, by two bullies who have a role Dave- in this movie for some reason. <laughs> why do those characters exist? Why are they there? Yeah. Why are they there? And they just pop up occasionally. Later, they're vampires, and like later, it's just Dave they're... Franco being Dave Franco. 
as only the just Francos squinti- do. Squinting into the camera, be like, hey, fuck yourself. As only the Francos do, and then that kid from Modern Family, like the stoner kid, the one that the hawks that knocks up uh, Haley. Yeah, it's like, oh, like this is why. I, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. And the, by the way, these are the kids that Anton's supposed to be impressing. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, these are the cool kids. Like, they're fucking dumb as fuck. Um, so those kids. Especially the boyfriend from, from Modern yeah, Family. He sucks. Hair's covering his eyes at all times. They hit McLovin um, with a car. <laughs> And then, and then are like, we're gonna kill you. I don't know why. They just decided this. Um, and he runs directly into the arms of Jerry. Um, and Jerry, like, I want to say, like, shows him a little respect, but then, like, ends up not. Like, again, like, he doesn't just fucking rip him to shreds as soon as he sees him. He kind of, like, fucks around with him. And it seemed like it was because McLovin, like, knew his shit a little bit. So he was like, Willing to not just kill him. Um, but ultimately, he ends up biting him, baby. And presumably, presumably to turn him into a vampire. We won't find that out, though, for another 45 that's, fucking that's my, minutes. Dude, that's the other, th- that's my other problem with Evil Ed. Like, Evil Ed is gone. It's an iconic character, right? In, in horror. You know, Evil Ed. He's got that disgusting face. He shows up immediately after he turns to try and kill Peter Vincent. This one, you forget he's even in the movie until the end. You're like, oh yeah, that's that's right. McLovin was in this. Yeah, and and they even like they even like harp on it here because the next scene is Charlie like beating beating off to old videos of him and Evil Ed like playing fantasy games together. Like video, they filmed themselves making old fantasy movies or something, and he's like reminiscing on times with Ed. And then we won't see Ed forever. And then we're supposed to give a fuck when Charlie <laughs> fucking kills him. And we're like, to me, I was like, that, I would kill him in a fucking heartbeat. The guy <laughs> seems like a fucking headache to you. <laughs> <laughs> they had a falling out and he's a fucking vampire. You seem to hate his fucking guts right now. Uh, you, you watch that one home movie and now you're like, oh God, <laughs> I'd hate to kill this undead piece of shit. Um, but what can you do? Next day, Ed's not in school. Charlie goes check on him. He's not home, uh, but he does get into his computer and finds videos of Jerry at his house. But you can't see him. I yes. I dug it. I dug it. I liked it. I liked it too. I like an updated version. Yeah. yeah, an updated version of somebody filming him and dude, like just watching a wheelbarrow like go up and empty itself. I don't know. It was fucking- but also listen, listen. My one problem with that. Is that McLovin fucking shows up and he's like, hey, this guy's a vampire. Hey, McLovin, just show him the fucking video. What are you doing? Be, trying to convince this guy and Wait. arguing with him? Just be like, hey, hey, guy, look at this. Look what I just found. Actually, um, yeah, I take everything back <laughs> I said about Because you're right. That's actually now the biggest issue in this movie is Ed. <laughs> like Ed McLovin has solid proof, and you have to wait for this character to break into his house or not break go, break into his computer. Going to Adam's house and try and find Adam, and like all you had to do was be like, if I found out my neighbor was a vampire, I would just be like, hey, Sean, I have something to fucking show you right now, and I would show you it, and then we could discuss it after. I wouldn't you, sit here and argue. You would with for me. sure be like, I'm not going anywhere. You have to come to my house and also yeah, yeah. Bring, bring come garlic. Day out. Like, <laughs> 
like yeah. it, it wouldn't so. be it wouldn't be let's go hang out at night at this abandoned fucking house uh that actually pisses me off (laughs) dude acting like a maniac and having people doubt you when you have clear-cut proof is honestly insane it's nuts well so charlie knows now well charlie i mean yeah charlie knows now and he's a (laughs) that's another point because he's still acting suspicious (laughs) he is he's he's still not like a hundred percent on board but he's like pretty on board it's not until this scene where Jerry comes to his door but won't come in and is like, can I get some beer? I've got a hot chick coming over. Um, and I did like it, though, like Jerry being in the doorway and just like not fucking crossing that line. Um, yeah. I, I just I dug it. I, I actually did like the scene. And like Char- the way Charlie was acting was great. Just being like, <laughs> like absolutely fucking petrified. Anton- Anton, like, it's such a tragic loss the way that the way that he went, and he was such like he's so promising to be cut short like that, dude. That was like the craziest way to die of all fucking time ever, ever. It's so fucking insane. And for those that don't know, he he got pinned between his car and a wall, and that car had like a known recall that was out at that time. So there's like multiple instances of when you put it in park. The gears would slip, so it would, you know, go into neutral or reverse or whatever and roll. And that's what happened to him. He parked it on an incline, like, got out of the car, and the car just rolled and pinned him. It's terrible. Fucking insane, dude. It's absolutely fucking insane. Like, watching him in movies like this, it's just just a bummer because he was so talented. Like, I would have liked to see where he went. And, like, the motherfucker's been acting for a long time that people don't realize. Like, since, like, early 2000s. And... You know, and then he like blasts off with like, well, probably Charlie Bartlett, right? That's probably his- Charlie Bartlett with Robert Downey Jr. is great. Uh, that that was probably he was in Green pop Green off. Room, Green yeah, Green Room, dude. The Star Treks, he's fucking awesome in. They, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Star Treks, he is like, he's so good in the Star Treks. He like he took that character and he nails and, it. it, dude. Made it like an emotional character. Like, oh my god, it, it bums me out, man. Fucking poor kid. Yeah. Um, and and he's good in this. Like he's fucking. He was just like a he's solid re- actor. I I really enjoyed it with this. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So Colin Colin's in full Colin form here. He's he's and his acting is fucking tight as, as Jerry. He's he's really he's really tight in this movie. Um. And Charlie is about to get laid. As we mentioned before, but he's too busy looking at Jerry. Oh yeah, that's what the, the, the girl. The girl Amy says, "If you're not into this, just tell me. Don't do me any favors. Just stop it. Doing you a favor? I have anyone in the world? Get rid of fucking Charlie. Dump fucking Charlie. What the fuck are you doing? Go <laughs> fuck. Anyway, Jerry has his woman over, and Charlie is awoken by a scream next door. We see the cops show up, but they leave. And then followed by old Jerry in his fucking American-made pickup truck, just fucking heads out of his house. So Charlie decides to break in and see what happened to this woman. Um, finds all sorts of weird vampire shit. Takes some pictures. Um, he finds like police outfits, delivery men outfits. Obviously collected in this guy's trail of dead. Um, but then Jerry's home. Jerry comes home and he has to run and hide. And he finds somehow 
this like uh, door in the closet that um, he's keeping people in these fucking rooms and, and definitely a darker version of Jerry Dandridge than the original for sure. Because yes. He's got like six fucking rooms and the peephole goes into the room so he could like look at them. It was Yes. That was a cool fucking set. That was a cool like way to do that. And and it's revealed later by um the the I think by Peter Vincent that like this vampire, the the clan this vampire comes from, they're like slow, methodical, um, and they take their time kind of draining you or turning you into a vampire. Um, so like to know that and to know he's got those rooms, I, I thought they built the lore up around Jerry like nicely. I thought, I thought I liked the vampire lore of it. Yes. But, but again, it's such a different vampire than Fright Night. Like you could have, you could have changed the name. You could have, you could have changed the name. That's always my qualm with movies like this. Yeah. Especially if you're going to give it that backstory. Like, we don't know shit about Chris Sarandon's. We just know he's a fucking vampire. You're going to bring in the clan? Yeah. Like, just make it its own movie, man. Yeah. Charlie witnesses his first, like, true vampire slang now um, as, as Colin eats this girl that he brought over. Um, but just a nibble. A little, little dabble do ya. Does not, does not kill her. Just drinks a little bit and throws her back in her cell. Um. Charlie breaks the girl out. We got a few moments of t- tension as they're trying to get around the house and in like some cool moments in vampire movies as they do. Just like vampires are like Superman, right? Like Superman, not Superman. Vampires are like Superman. It's that's my problem with vampire movies because I think a Superman movie is hard to do because you have to somehow show a weakness in a character that is uh, flawless in ways. And a vampire is a lot like that where they. They ha- they seem to have super strength. They can smell. They can hear your heartbeat from a mile away. But somehow they can't track you down when you're in the house. You right. know, and that yeah, and and maybe that's where Fright Night the original does a little bit better because Chris Sarandon is by no means like the super vampire. He's he doesn't. Oh no, are, are they? Oh no. No, I guess they don't have like he's he's not portrayed as having like super duper abilities like a lot of vampires do. So he he does block, he does block that punch from uh, from the kid. In the yeah, yeah, he I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know, but like that's 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 always my issue with vampire movies is they're unstoppable. They can do whatever they want. Like they're Bond villains, kind of. <laughs> they're just like. I'm going to do this slow until you can finally get close enough to put a stake in my fucking chest. <laughs> um, but whatever. What can you do? Um, and that's that. Um, so, oh, so he frees the girl, right? And, and they're running. This is, my, this is my second favorite scene in the movie. Oh, my God. This scene was fucking dope. Anton is fucking hauling us out of the house with her, thinking he's saving her. She walks out into the sunlight and fucking boom. Explodes. 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 I fucking loved it. Now, did you finish Midnight Mass? No, I'm actually halfway through. I'm close to finishing it. Because I do know, spoilers, skip over 15 seconds, that it's vampires now. I do know it's a vampire show now, which is I was not expecting. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, they're like like undead angels or whatever they are, but it's very much vampires. Yeah. And, uh, they do explode in sunlight. Like yeah, they can't yeah, yeah, yeah. In sunlight, so. They're motherfuckers vampires. <laughs> yeah, they don't, I don't know if they call it that, but... But, like, here's, here's my thing with Midnight Mass, is, like, Midnight Mass is weird because, um... That dude has made, like, a, a living being, like, very subtle, right? The subtleties of horror and, like, he tried to do that with this. Like you said, it's like, oh, is it an angel? It's a motherfucking vampire. That's a motherfucking vampire. I've never seen more of a vampire in my life. That's a vampire. It's not as subtle. It's not as subtle. But I, I don't. I don't mind it. it it's slow though. It's like, really, dude? I think it's my favorite. He's done. Okay. Come on. That Come fucking on. priest. Yeah, dude, that guy. Dude, that. I didn't know priests had their own dialect until I heard that guy talk. And I was like, dude, that guy sounds like every priest I've ever heard in my life. It's so true. They talk in a way. They have a way. Because I, I was raised very, very Catholic. And, yeah. I, you know, there's priests that come in and out. And then, like, like I just said, I, I didn't realize they all had this certain dialect. And then I heard that guy. And I'm like, holy shit. Why do they all talk like that? Yeah. It, it, they, 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 it's such a weird way of speaking. It's so fucking weird. Except... Except if you if you cross Father Frisbee, my dude, then you're in big fucking trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker will scream at you. <laughs> you uh, did, remember when he slapped <laughs> Jared? <laughs> I was trying to think about what he said that caused that. It was no, he laughed. He laughed and laughed. Oh, he la- he laughed. He laughed. I got screamed at in church, in fucking church on Sunday. I got fucking yelled at. Sean, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not to cut you off. Because he didn't laugh. He didn't fucking laugh. He smiled, and Father Frisbee's response was, you want to smile? Why don't you just laugh? And then slapped him across the head. (laughs) It was fucking nuts. Yo, that church was psycho, and our parents continuing to send us there is so insane. Do you remember? Dude, this is honestly... If 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 I ever found out about this with my child, I would pull him out of that fucking church so fast and I would go in there and fucking burn it the fuck down. That they told us that we cuz okay, so for everyone listening, we went to school directly across from a church, like directly. You you yeah. just cross the street and you're at church. So if you went to CCD, like church group or whatever the fuck it is, church school, which most kids at that time did. You just walked across the street, went straight to CCD, and then your parents picked you up after it was done. There was a big, large, grassy area between the school and the church. It's just fucking grass. It was nothing. There was nothing special there. It was just fucking grass. They fucking yelled at us constantly, about walking on the grass. And I remember so vividly that that woman, fucking Peg Irving. Peg. <laughs> fucking Peg. Fucking Peg Irving told us we were not to walk on that grass because that's God's grass. I I have never heard a more asinine thing in my life. I don't care if you don't want people walking on your grass. I'm fine with that. If you want to make that a rule, that's fine. To say that you can't walk on God's grass is so psycho and against the message of church that, like, I would have pulled my fucking kid out of there. I'd be like, are you, have you lost your fucking mind? Like, I'm pretty sure God made grass. 
to walk on. It's to protect our fucking feet if we're going to believe that God made everything. He probably gave us the grace by the grace of God, grass. So when we didn't have fucking shoes, we weren't fucking walking on fucking rocks. <laughs> the fuck are fucking we talking tag, about? Man. That's so psycho. God's grass. God's grass. Dude, you know what's even more psycho is that if I had told my I'm gonna actually gonna t- I'm gonna call my dad tomorrow and tell him that because he will be like, yeah. well, she's fucking right. She's fucking <laughs> right. Like, why? She works for the church. And then he would yell at me for walking on it. <laughs> Dude, gr- ground you post. Uh, what do they call it? Like, 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 like gr- <laughs> retroactively come to my house. <laughs> retroactively ground you for walking. Come to my house and take all my shit out. <laughs> I'll fucking rip your TV out of the wall. One week, no the TV. Church. <laughs> Dude, my parents were fine with it at the time. And, like, I bring that up to my mom now because she's, like, very unreligious now suddenly. And, like, she's like, oh, I, 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 that's bad. I was like, Mom, what the fuck are you talking about? Walking on grass. Get a fucking grip. Um, I But I got screamed at by father by be, because I, I, I was, like, first in line for communion. This is the most fucking Catholic shit. I, I was first in line for communion. I was fucking excited. And so I got the the big piece that he fucking snaps. Yeah. Un, unlike the mini wafer. So I got a piece of the the big pie. And I got fucking excited and I turned around. I took it in my hands. Not in the mouth. Fucking a weird move. But uh, hey, it's whatever. I took it in my hands. I turned around. Dude, there's no, I don't even know how he fucking saw me. And I just like raised my eyes at my sister to be like, look what I fucking got. And he was like. This isn't a game. And dude, in front of the whole fucking church. And was like, put it in your mouth. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. He, he was, uh, he was very angry. He was, dude, and he was all in it. He was in it for the softball tournaments once a year at Holiday Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and to win it. Yo, that was all he was in it for. He only gave a fuck about that softball game. My sister also has a conspiracy that she would see. She claims she saw him multiple times at Dairy Queen with a giant wad of singles that she claims he was taken from the fucking basket. (laughs) Oh, man. And that's our church, guys. It got shut down, if you can believe it. (laughs) If you can believe it, people stopped attending. And everyone started attending, like, the much nicer Catholic church down down the street. <laughs> All right. So, girl explodes. Um, and, uh, not Anthony. Uh, Charlie has all the information he needs to confirm that this man is a vampire. So, he's ready to go. He seeks out Peter Vincent, the, the vampire killer on television, um, who is a blowhard weirdo, just like... <laughs> Super fucking weird. He's Chris Angel, but behind closed doors, he removes his beard, his hair, his tattoos. They all rub off. And you get to see David Tennant in his true form. Because I was honestly, like, a little bit annoyed that David Tennant did not look like David Tennant when you first see um, Peter Vincent. I was like, what the fuck? But we get we get, we get, get the David Tennant in here. Um, and, uh, yeah, he reveals the true story of uh, Jerry the Vampire. Um, to, to, to Peter Vincent and Peter Vincent wants absolutely nothing to fucking do with it. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. 
Um, meanwhile, uh, those two bullies that we saw for one scene, uh, get eaten. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely fucking destroyed. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's just a quick scene. That's it. That's the end of that. Yep. And then Charlie start making an arsenal of weapons. He's hanging crosses in his house. Um, and, and I, I actually loved this fucking sequence, this entire sequence, this entire, like few scenes i was like oh this this is good like there's a lot of potential right now for this movie um so jerry comes over and again tries to tell the mom that charlie's harassing him calling him a vampire and he's gonna call the cops unless they figure this out right now and charlie's like please mom and at this point his mom and amy do not believe him whatsoever because why would you although again he has video evidence Ah, uh, but that's fine. <laughs> Great point. You could have brought it over. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, honestly, it all comes back to that. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and the mom, you're you're thinking she's going to allow him in, but she's like, call the police. And fucking Colin Farrell loses his fucking mind, goes to his house, grabs a shovel. And I just, I loved everything about this. All the acting's great in it. Every, every It's cool. It's action. Because he grabs a shovel and then just walks into their backyard and Tony Collette is doing an amazing mom performance here of being like, well, that's weird. What's he doing with that? And Charlie's like, we're fucked. Like, it's not going to be good. I'm telling you, this guy's like a bad fucking guy. And it's honestly like, it would be what my parents would do. Like, it wasn't until he starts throwing mounds of dirt out of the ground where she's like, whoa, wait a minute. This is, something's weird here. And Charlie's like, yeah, we're fucked. Um, and Colin, Colin Farrell, Jerry pulls up their fucking gas line, r- pulls it so hard it rips out of like the fucking stove. He cuts an opening in it and lights it on fire, causing the fucking gas line to just shoot flames into the house, lighting the entire house on fire. Fucking amazing. And, and, and something that he mentioned earlier at a, at a point was, you don't need an invitation to an abandoned house. So he knew by just destroying the house and them leaving, he would be able to get in to the house, um, which I fucking, I just fucking loved it. Um, there are some 3d gags here, of course, like, like they, they try to run, they try to run away. Um, <laughs> Jerry throws a motorcycle fucking a mile down the street into their back window. Um, <laughs> the the whole that entire car chase scene I thought was pretty intense. Oh my god, well it was done. awesome! It was probably probably my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, it was so good! It was so fucking good, and like it was great because that was a great way to get everyone up to speed with this dude being a vampire, and, and like them still being like he's not a fucking vampire, he's just a psycho. Like, and it's and, until his fucking hand comes up, so they run him over. They run him over with the fucking car. And she's like, did we kill him? Did we kill him? That Cape Fear motherfucker underneath the car fucking sticks his little vampire hand up. And and Charlie's like, Charlie has a fucking awesome line that's like, now do you believe me? Look at that fucked up vampire hand. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I think I believe you now, which is fucking great. Um, and I also love that uh, Colin Farrell 
uses pops his hand out and then just uses his hand to stop the car. He's not like trying to grab them. He just fucking puts his hand on the fucking pedal to stop the fucking car. (laughs) I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, so he stops it. They end up getting rear-ended by Chris Sarandon playing, um, a guy credited as JD, the initials of, uh, the vampire, of course. Yep. Um, and, uh, and you see Colin's real form and they, they kind of went the way of the Fright Night. Like they did a similar effect, a similar, monster face for the vampire which is a lot of sharp teeth very uh it very it the clown remake by the way is the cgi in this better than it <laughs> for sure i yeah. think I, I think the cgi in it is fucking abysmal <laughs> it's fucking insanely bad this is much better and it's not very good um <laughs> you see his true form would you rather fuck colin farrell as penguin or colin farrell as or Colin Farrell as the vampire. Probably penguin. <laughs> less, less, less pointy teeth, you know? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That penguin is creepy. Look, he's fucking disgusting. Would you rather fuck... <laughs> Would you rather fuck Danny DeVito as the penguin or... No, no, no. Whoever, whoever you put against it, no. That motherfucker stinks. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is disgusting. That dude is so gross. What a vision of the penguin Tim Burton had, man. <laughs> Tim Burton has never read a Batman comic. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. Yo, penguin's supposed to be like a socialite. That guy fucking crawling out of sewers, hanging out with <laughs> hanging out with baby penguins. Dude, Oswald, Oswald, Colin Pot has a like that that fancy cigarette holder, you know, because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. such like a such a baller, <laughs> like an elite person. This one's eating raw fish <laughs> with the head the head still attached to it. <laughs> you know, he's supposed to be like kingpin essentially. Yeah, right. <laughs> you fucking down a mastermind, <laughs> fucking freak that lives in a sewer. <laughs> Can't fucking read. He's illiterate. He fucking <laughs> lived in a sewer his whole life. <laughs> What are we doing? Good old Tim. All right. Um, <laughs> let's get through this fucking episode. Um, Charlie tries to fight him. Doesn't work. Doesn't work out so great. Uh, but the mom does get him with one of her uh, stakes from being a real estate agent, which I dug um, to the back, but yep. it misses the heart. Um, and don't worry. You know that because we, for some reason, Colin just gave him a detailed explanation of how people always miss his heart. <laughs> So you're very well aware as soon as she stabs them, you're like, well, that's not going to fucking do it. Um, but like they, they make these vampires walk really fucking disturbing when they're like wounded or hungry. They like crawl around like a fucking monster. Um, but great sequence. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Very good. Now we're getting to the, you know, the, uh, the third act of this thing and it's it's troublesome <laughs> it's <laughs> troublesome so back at peter vincent's house he does not believe in this until he finally looks at charlie's photographs and he sees a old banner that was hanging on the wall of jerry's house and uh he's like wait a minute and he compares it to his shitty old drawing in his safe and is like 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. My parents were killed by vampires. Shot. Shot. That. <laughs> I was honestly fine with this movie until this scene. <laughs> like, this guy having the gall to deny anybody's story about vampires and then immediately being like, holy shit, this fucking picture reminds me of the time my, my parents were murdered by vampires. <laughs> And Dude, fun- everything sh- should remind you of that. Like that's <laughs> everything. And fun fact: it turns out not only were his parents killed by vampires, they were killed by Jerry. By Jerry, <laughs> who, who Jerry who remembers him. <laughs> Jerry's like, oh, you've grown up so much. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Anyway, P- this is this this reveal has Peter call everyone over to his house. But by the way, they get there and he's like, "Ah, piss off! I'm not helping you," <laughs> even though he called them over. <laughs> but then Vincent is like, "I won't help you, yeah. but I'll tell you stories." Peter Vincent, like they they did not know what to do with this character they, because they make him they make him a denier like the original, but then make him have a backstory where, like you said, not only does he know vampires exist? He's ex- he suffered tremendous loss, to, like at their hands, and not only at their hands, but at this guy's hands. And you would think he would be doing everything to get his revenge. Yeah. Like his whole life to this point should have been building up to murdering the vampire that killed his family. And instead, he's just like, eh, I don't know if I want to if I want to do this. And you, could <laughs> I don't know if I even believe you. And that's the problem. With, like the weird part about this is that like. You could still do that story. You could do that storyline, that entire storyline, and make it make more sense because you could just have him be you could have him be a denier and still have it happen by being like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone comes up here telling me they know vampires. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really know vampires. I know fucking vampires. Like, you'd be dead if you met a vampire. You know what I mean? Like, you could deny it that way, and then once he has the evidence, be like, oh fuck. Once he sees Jerry, right, like that's it. That's like okay, game's on, right? Instead, right. He's, he's still being like, I don't know if I want to help you guys, dude. Fucking, dude, he has an encounter and is still like, he shows up at the end. I thought he was on board, and then he shows up and is like, hey, look who decided to join. I did honestly. If I were Charlie, back, get the fuck out of my face, like, get, what are you fucking- <laughs> dude, I would, dude, I would too. I, I would not let him participate. I'd rather die doing it myself. <laughs> Then have you, who constantly keeps disappearing on me, show up at the final battle to, be, to help me? By the way, you do nothing in it. Does nothing, dude. Peter, dude fuck. Peter Vincent is so useless in this entire movie. Yeah. Completely fucking useless. Um, so, he calls them all over. He tells them the story of these tribes of vampires. I'm down with it. They're from the Mediterranean. They kill people slowly. Doorbell delivery. Uh, he has his girlfriend go get the door, and Charlie's like, "Do you normally get deliveries this late?" And Peter's like, "Huh, I guess not." And it's Evil Ed. Evil Ed has shown up. Finally, finally back. Third fucking act shows up, dressed as a delivery driver, um, and is immediately identifies it himself looks, as being a bad. Dude. Looks the same. Yeah. Dude, he, like, he, at least Evil Ed in the other one has a huge, like you know, yeah, he gets pointy teeth. Gets the crucifix in his head, yeah. From, from Vincent, Peter Vincent, yeah. No, there's some cool shit, but uh, this guy's just fucking love it. Um, 
yeah, he, he arrives, he tries to kill Peter Vincent. Um, Peter Vincent hides in his panic room. By the way, remember Panic Room? <laughs> I did. Jodie Foster. I wanted to see that movie so bad when it came Jared out. Jared Leto. I, I still, Jared Leto with the fucking, uh, cornrows. Cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfucking believable. <laughs> um, I just fucking lost my spot, my notes. Um, so goes into the panic room, right? Uh, and takes his arm clean off by shutting the panic room door on Evil Ed. Um, yes. so Evil Ed is without <laughs> one hand, which was a weird move. Uh, and it doesn't come back like I expected it to. I expected some really bad CGI to get his arm back because he is a yeah, vampire. Generation, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen though. Um, Ed and Charlie go toe to toe finally. Um, and then Colin shows up to attack Amy, who's trying to shoot a, who's trying to shoot him. And he's like, that's fucking werewolves. And she's, <laughs> she's like, this is vampires and throws holy water <laughs> in his face, which could have been avoided if you just, you know, use the weapon for vampires to begin with, but that's fine. Um, so they, they derail Colin there and, uh, Evil Ed and Charlie are at it, and Charlie reluctantly stakes Ed. Um, again, I don't know why. Joe, if you were a vampire, I'd stake you the fucking second I fucking uh, I mean, it, <laughs> dude, that goes without fucking saying. Just imagine living forever. It's a fucking nightmare. Being, being immortal. Just <sighs> put one through right through my heart. I, t- yeah, I'm fine with that. Um. They escape through the Vegas club. And again, like it's a recreation of the scene, but just doesn't have like the power of it. No, um, it doesn't pack a punch. It, it really doesn't. It's, it's, you could feel the staleness of it. Yeah. And, and so Jerry, Jerry gets Amy, um, and bites her in the club. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. Just, you're just like, okay. Let's yeah. Yeah. Um, Vincent and Charlie, though, now decide it's time to fuck some vampire shit up. Uh, but again, Vincent's like, I'm not going to help you. So Charlie ends up going to go buy all these weapons. Uh, he looks like a real fucking idiot. Um, but he's got crossbows. And for some reason, he's telling everyone he meets that he's going to kill a vampire, which would have put him on a list so quickly. They would have been like, give me all this shit back. So give me all this shit back. I'm refunding you. Just give it back. You're going to kill someone. I, I can't sell this to you. I'm going to go I'm fighting vampires. He's f- fuck. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, and Charlie infiltrates the house um, during the daylight hours, removing all the things. So the light shines in to protect himself. And then Peter Vincent shows up and is like, I'm here, buddy. <laughs> and Charlie's like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> They go looking for Jerry, but he's the one that finds them in the basement. Shoves Charlie in a room with Amy. She's all yours. Um, and she is all vamped up. And Charlie, and I love this moment. I love this moment. And I guess this is why you had the mom scene earlier. So I guess I take my criticism of that back. Charlie knowingly misses the heart. Um, and she's like, it's the same style. Cause like that clearly fucked Colin up, but didn't kill him. 
So he does the same thing to Amy, allowing her to good, allowing her to get away from her. And she's like, you missed. And he's like, I know as he runs away, which I thought was cool. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Vincent and Colin are going at it. <laughs> fucking Colin Farrell throws a pebble at his head. So fucking hard. And he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? <laughs> a drop of blood drips on the ground, awakening all the hungry baby vampires. Um, which was, which was pretty cool. Um, Charlie saves them by shooting holes in the ceiling. Um, shooting holes in the ceiling, uh, keeping them safe, but not by much. They're just in this very small area of light. And then we learn that Charlie's big plan is to light himself on fire Dude. <laughs> and use fucking ties and like fucking harnesses to clip himself to Colin Farrell to burn him alive. Yes. What are your Which, thoughts? Dumb. <laughs> Even more dumb. It fucking works. It fucking works. And that's the end of Jerry. And, 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 I said at the beginning of this, the pacing of this was my problem. You know, the whole introduction of it from the get-go, and then the climax of it. So, like, I watched it, and I was like, wait, what? Like, that's... This, this is what's happening? Yeah. Right? I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, but, but why? I don't know. I just like that he put on a flame-retardant suit and lit himself on fire. And I'm sure... <laughs> That is, by the way, is that even a thing? Jerry's for vampires. A, Jerry's super strong and could have just ripped the fucking suit right off. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, and ultimately, and that's actually what's weirder is the suit is. Can Jerry turn into a fucking bat? Did he, even, <laughs> did he even turn into a bat in this movie? He does not. I'm, the point point being, he could dodge this fucking idiot in a flame yeah. retardant suit who's lit himself on fire, having no experience ever doing. Correct. Listen, I get I get the concept of the flame retardant suit. Put one on right now, Sean, and then light yourself on fire and tell me how accurate you are with your decisions, like <laughs> your your maneuvers. Not this, kid, this, guy, this, this kid's dying, right? <laughs> he's not he's not he's not killing a century year old vampire. Well, and one of my problems actually with this is is the suit actually isn't even what kills him, so they didn't even need to do it. What kills him is what kills him is Peter Vincent fucking Blows up that gas line and it opens the the floor above them to allow all that light in. Yes, yes. And then on top of the light, then Charlie fucking stakes them too. So the he gets suit, all the vampire. Yes, it's the suit did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I mean, I I was kind of down with the suit, but like at the end of the day, it's a. I know it's dumb. I know it's fucking dumb as fuck. But if you wanted to remove dumb things, uh, that would have been a good opportunity <laughs> to remove a, a dumb, unnecessary thing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So they free all the minions. Everyone's back to normal. Per vampire lore. Uh, they're all fine. Um, and Charlie wakes up to see Amy. Um, and what a happy ending. What a happy ending. Cut to Charlie getting laid in, uh... Getting laid in Vegas. 
getting laid in Vegas, baby. And then Vincent walking in on fucking two high schoolers about to fuck. Being like, I only look a little. (laughs) Okay. Fucking classic Rick Buzz move. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. And then cut to that fucking dumb country version of 99 Problems. Um, I forget who even sings that. Something, though. What a weird song to end that movie on, by the way. Talking about that poor girl, Amy, that way. Quiet, fucking idiot. Um, and that's it, man. That's Fright Night. That's Fright Night. Fright Night. Fright so Night the original Fright Night. You were very high on it when we first started talking. Thoughts now? I still like it. I, I like it a lot. I, I, I like it a lot. Okay. A lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it. It's fun. It, it's a fun watch. Like, yeah. it's one of those movies. Like, if you were having a Halloween party and you threw it on, like, it, it'd be fun to watch. It's a right? fun vampire movie that you could show a lot of people, and they'll be like, "I'm down with this." But I would never show it above the original. I wouldn't. I would never like. I just wouldn't. I I I would. I no. I wouldn't either. Probably. Are you sure? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, no, I, I would show the original. I think. I think I would show the original. But of course, you fucking would. It, now, it, how much do you remember about Fright Night Part Two? We're going to do that next week. So I've only seen it a handful of times. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember feeling either way about it. It's just, I'm very curious. Just, I've actually never seen it. Roddy McDowell is back. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, William Ragsdale as Charlie is back. Um, I don't think Amy is in it. Uh, I actually know more than one listener who considers it one of their favorite horror movies. That's true. Oh, okay. So. Well, Brian Thompson's in it, which already deducts 0.5 stars for me. So, Dude, you're Yahoots Magundi? You're talking, you're talking about the guy from Cobra? Yeah. That actually adds a fucking star for me. That, that I, didn't, I don't remember him face, being in it. That motherfucker's face. Watch your eyes, pig. <laughs> Night Slasher. What a fucking movie. Um, that was so good. Oh, yeah, and he was in Mortal Kombat, which we covered. He was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why was he called Yahoo's Did all right, so we, me and Paul were big Cobra fans in college. So was Sleepy D, another kid from college. Um, and we were all talking about how awesome Brian Thompson was in that movie. And we, This is like 2003, so we looked him up online, and it said, also known as Yahoots Magundi. And like obviously all three of us thought it was like the funniest shit in the world, so that's all we talked about. I have never found... like like. <laughs> Post two thousand three, I've never found any reference to him being named or referred to as Yahoots Magundi. It's like a weird fever dream, but I like I know for a fact that we found that. I, you know, I'm going to Google it right now, actually. dude. I'm pretty sure we've had. I'm pretty sure we've had fans because this isn't the first time we've talked about it. No, I'm, no. I'm pretty. Dude, sure you Google <laughs> Yahoots Magundi, and and Brian Thompson comes up. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's Magundi. 
What a fucking name. What what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my Please. goodness. Yahoots. Um Father of Emojin Poots. Um <laughs> Well, I'm I'm excited to watch part two. That'll be fun. And then what are we doing for the live show? We're doing uh oh yeah, that fucking movie. I don't know what it's called. Um Shallow Grave, Shallow Grave. Spring break theme, baby. So get your Hawaiian shirts on. Dude, nineteen eighty nine, three fugitives. Uh he plays some a character called Second Thug, and he's credited as Yahoots Magundi. <laughs> um And he did that for like a side role. That's weird. Yeah. Like he shouldn't even be embarrassed of that. I don't know. That's kinda weird. Oh well. Agreed. All right. Well, guys, thank you all so much three, for your support. Oh, what? Three three years after Cobra, being taking a role as second thug under under the alias. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Yeah. Does he do cons? I hope so, because I would love to meet him and just ask him about that. He'd be like, what the fuck are you talking to me? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, Dude, he was right. Buffalo Bob and Joe Dirt. Oh, that's right. And what a what a good guy to play to spoof fucking si- fucking what's his name? Buffalo Bill. Uh, yeah. What's the actress? Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Right. That's so fucking funny. That's fucking great. <laughs> all right. Um, thank you all so much for the support. Appreciate you all. If you can, want to support us more, you can head over to patreon.com slash I hate horror. We now only have two tiers, $5 and $10. $10 gets you everything, baby. You're going to the live shows. You're doing the bonus apps, all that shit. And we're doing video episodes of these podcasts now, which is kind of cool. Um, so if you want to do that, head on over to our Patreon. Uh, you can also find us at I hate horror.com. You can find links to everything there. And if you want to just buy a ticket to the live shows, you can find it there as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. I already said that. And Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster. You